Hello and welcome to this Multipeer podcast. I'm Kenton Jones, Vice President of Marketing with Multipeer, and today we are talking about PFAS, also known as perfluoral alkyl substances, also known as forever chemicals. So uh, as we're recording this in late January 2020, this topic of these chemicals and contaminants has really spiraled into a a full-blown environmental crisis, it seems like. Perfluoral alkyl substances, PFASs, have been in the news uh, significantly lately, definitely over the past six months, 12 months, and even going back a little bit further than that, prompted by a, a number of things. Some of the more notable uh, instances, of course, uh, the movie Dark Waters, which is uh, is the real-life tale of a, an attorney in West Virginia as he's battling a major chemical company accused of dumping these chemicals, these uh, perfluoroalkyl substances, into the water, unknowing to the residents there and causing major health problems. So got quite a bit of media coverage and really, I think, increased public awareness of these chemicals. You know, I, I guess before we get into that, though, we should back up a step here and talk about perfluoroalkyl substances. These are... I mentioned it a moment ago, these are what are known as the forever chemicals. And the reason they're known as that is these substances, which it's a category of hundreds of different compounds that are all somewhat similar, but these substances are often used in many day-to-day consumer products, whether it's nonstick cookware, stain-resistant carpeting and upholstery, things like water-resistant coatings, flame-resistant coatings, firefighting foams. The list goes on and on. And the reason those products are so effective is due in large part to these chemicals. And again, I mentioned that they're forever chemicals and and one of their best and worst characteristics is that they don't break down very easily. So they're really good at their job, but then once these products are discarded or once waste is disposed of in the manufacturing of these products, those chemicals linger in the environment. They don't break down very well. So uh, coming back to why these are in in the news, and, and studies are ongoing as far as the health effects of these chemicals and these contaminants in our bodies. And as far as I know, there's not complete consensus yet on the health effects, but it appears that they're pointing in the direction of a variety of cancers, some reproductive issues. One that's a little bit surprising to me is that they impede the effectiveness of, of, of certain vaccines. And so all around a big challenge. What makes this even worse is their prevalence in the world and in society latest estimates are that pretty much everybody has these chemicals in their bodies, whether it's exposure to them in the water or in food that we're eating or in in clothing that we're wearing, just environmental toxicity all around is probably leading to our exposure to to these chemicals and, and our ingestion of these chemicals and them sticking around in our bodies for a long, long time. So getting back to the news part of this, so we had the movie last year, Dark Waters. The Environmental Working Group actually before that, I would say probably a year before that, had come out with a, a study estimating that over 100 million Americans were exposed to PFASs. And just this week, just this past week, late January, Environmental Working Group came out with another study, and this one painting an even worse picture of, the, of how widespread the contamination is of perfluoroalkyl substances. 
According to this new study, and this is released January 22nd, 2020, it looks like the Environmental Working Group has found PFASs in nearly all of the water samples that they tested. And this is across the country. This is uh, about 44 different communities in 31 different states that reported uh, PFASs in the water. And almost all, all except one of them, came out above the limit that the Environmental Working Group deems safe, and that is one part per trillion. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a very, very minuscule amount, minuscule concentration of this contaminant in drinking water. One part per trillion, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to even imagine how small that is. And yet the Environmental Working Group is telling us that that is the safe level. That's how dangerous these chemicals are. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, does not yet have a standard for, for these chemicals. You know, for a handful of other substances and chemicals, about a hundred of them, the EPA has set limits. For example, arsenic. The EPA says 10 parts per billion of arsenic is the safe level. As far as PFOA and PFOS, the EPA is suggesting, and this is just a suggested limit, of 70 parts per trillion. So still very small, but not nearly as small or as, as low of concentration as uh, what the Environmental Working Group has said. So kind of part of the thrust of uh, what Environmental Working Group is telling us here, and, and I'll kind of distill this down for you, is that the EPA's rules, the EPA's procedures of monitoring and regulating these chemicals are not sufficient, which I don't think anybody listening to this podcast would probably disagree with. Uh, you know, just a moment ago, I said that uh, the Environmental Protection Agency regulates about 100 chemicals and contaminants, whereas we know that there are tens of thousands of chemicals and contaminants that have been found in our drinking water supply. It's just a, a question of bandwidth. And the EPA, I just don't think, has the bandwidth to monitor all of these chemicals and contaminants and test for them in your water. So the Environmental Working Group, again, a nonprofit, non-governmental agency, nonprofit. It is their conclusion that the EPA's efforts on this are insufficient. And, and you can kind of see from that, the EPA, in this, in this article that the Environmental Working Group put out, did have a monitoring program up for a few years, and they were testing for perfluoroalkyl substances, not all of them. Again, there are hundreds of them, so it'd be difficult to test for all of them. But the EPA's testing limits were much higher than what the Environmental Working Group suggests. Remember, again, one part per trillion. So you know, it just it just comes down to to regulatory capacity. And does the Environmental Protection Agency have the have the capability to regulate and test for all of these things? And and it's looking increasingly like the answer to that question is no. And so the Environmental Working Group putting out this report reminding us that there are a significant number of chemicals and contaminants out there. They're just focusing on these, the perfluoroalkyl substances right now. But the bigger lesson here is that there's a lot of chemicals and a lot of contaminants that are out there. We frankly don't know very much about and the Environmental Protection Agency, as much as they're trying, and of course that's, uh, that's up for debate on exactly how much they're trying, but even still, as, as much as they are trying, it, it's just nearly impossible to keep up with everything that's coming out there. So I would encourage you to head on over to our Facebook page. We uh, have some links to the Environmental Working Group article. We also have a little bit of an analysis on our blog, 
which is at PurelySocial at Multipure.com. And in that article, we actually link to another article, a white paper that we wrote on perfluorooctanoic acid and, and other PFASs. And this is going back about six months ago, and we wrote a, a really great article on it. It gives you some more really in-depth background as to what these chemicals are, where they come from, why they're dangerous, and how you can get them out of your water. And that's kind of coming full circle here is, is why are we even talking about this? Well, we're talking about this because Multipure does have a solution for perfluoral alkyl substances. Not only is our Aqualux drinking water system certified by NSF to reduce PFOA and PFOS, those are the two that NSF has, has chosen to focus on. So not only is the Aqualux certified to, to, to reduce the concentration of these chemicals in your drinking water, but we are confident that carbon block technology across all of our other systems, our drinking water systems, our point of use systems, will be effective at reducing the concentration of these chemicals. So to sum it up, Environmental Working Group has come out with a new study, the end of January 2020, indicating that their earlier estimates of 100 million Americans being exposed to these chemicals, PFASs, was grossly understated, and they believe it is a much, much higher number. They're also indicating that the EPA's efforts to regulate and to limit the, these chemicals exposure in the environment are not doing a good enough job. And finally, my own commentary, if you have a multi-peer system, that is an excellent source of protection for you and your family from these chemicals and contaminants that might be in the water. Multipure's Aqualux happens to be the one system that we currently have certified for these chemicals, but we are confident on the Aquaperform and the Aquaversa's ability to also reduce the concentration of these chemicals and contaminants. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Some uh, some good news and some bad news. You know, it's it's always difficult to you know to to kind of I don't know sum all of this up, but uh, but just know that you're doing a good job by telling other people about Multipure and helping them offer that level of protection that our municipal water systems just aren't able to provide for us in terms of not only treating these chemicals, the PFASs, but the next thing that's going to come out next month or two months or in six months or in a year or two years or 10 years. We are constantly finding new things to be concerned about in our drinking water. And as a Multipure user, you already, you have pre preemptively decided to, to put a layer of protection in your home and in your life uh, to protect you from these things before we even find out about them. So there you have it, folks. Go out there, make a difference in people's lives, tell them about Multipure, and uh, taste the difference with Multipure. Thank you.